welcome my friends to Next Level Change Success, a change conversation for leaders, project and change practitioners for today and tomorrow. My name is Therese Perez of MyVirtualChangeManager.com and I'm an experienced change and project professional and people leader with many years of experience in the industry. I love business and I love the people side of business especially. So nothing lights me up more than seeing people use change management, project management and strong change leadership to engage, motivate and inspire people and ultimately transform organizations. If you've heard about change management and have no idea of what it involves, then you're in the right place. If you know about change management, but you want to take your practices to the next level, then this is where you should be. I'm going to share the stories of my experiences, interview some fantastic people, and I'm going to explore all of the challenges and opportunities that you face in organizations right now. So please join me and let's go and have some fun. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Next Level Change Success. My name is Therese Perez. I'm the founder of myvirtualchangemanager.com, and today we are talking about the great debate, or the question I get asked the most, Therese, where should change sit in the organization? Now, before I begin, I'd like to acknowledge that I'm recording on Tharal country today and pay my respects to the traditional owners and custodians on the land on which I'm recording and elders both past, present and emerging. And I think that I should never refer to myself in a third person, first of all, Um, but it was kind of the posing of the question. So I think I could get a bit of a leave pass for that. But essentially what we're talking about today is a question that many people do ask um, in my change career. I've been asked many times. Because change tends to have a very interesting identity and a lot of it has to do with where it originates from and then um, when people see the value in change management in your organization, all of a sudden it's a different conversation that happens, right? So at the beginning, and I'll go through a bit of the change roadmap, is that many organizations start with change management because of project failure. So it ends up being a catalyst for the fact that they need to get a change person in to work with their project teams because the last, and oftentimes it's IT based, last IT implementation was a disaster. And I think we need a change person in on this because change people will make a difference, they'll help because obviously we didn't engage our people right and we didn't engage our staff right and something didn't go well and no one's using the system. That is typically where change management uh, originates from when it comes to entering into an organization. And so it enters in via a program context and you will pair change managers or change consultants with project people. And then over time, what will happen is there will be a bit of a, an aha moment on actually, we need to have a look at establishing, you know, some roles to do with change because we have our permanent project management workforce and this concept of change seems to work well. And oftentimes it's part of a conversation of there seem to be a lot of change managers and they're costing us a lot of money. So therefore we should establish some roles uh, to look at how many, you know, can consistently work with our project managers. And then all of a sudden there could be a bit of an inkling or there could be a bit of tension happening with other people related functions where they're looking at change management and kind of saying, well, change belongs to us. 
and it's like well there's change in the program context and then there's organizational change and so that's kind of the starting point when you're thinking about where does change sit in your organization is well what is the function the change functions that we have what are the capabilities that we need to actually develop across our organization and then where should the functions sit and sometimes the functions should sit in different areas because of their core purpose but I'm going to take you through some options because I'm not going to sit on the fence on this one. I think there's some really interesting alignment and uh, interesting key points that we need to highlight about how you can create change to be sustainable as a sustainable practice in your organization. So there are, there are three kind of areas to this. One is in your learning and capability area as a capability skill set, you want to consider change management and you also want to consider change leadership which is a little bit different to generic leadership skill sets uh, the ability to create a team who's agile to work with that team lead that team effectively and also uh, blend the elements of change leadership regarding the need to as a senior leader in an organization work with your colleagues to ensure that the change that you're sponsoring gets across the line they're kind of very different skill sets to just leading a team um, and being a leader in an organization so that's that's one area change management as I said and oftentimes and I'll say this um, in support of an allyship to project managers as well because I've worked as a project manager and program director etc etc you do need to also have project management as a skill set in organizations nowadays because oftentimes people aren't managing projects well it's under the guise of potentially continuous improvement or here's something for you to work on and then all of a sudden it starts causing issues because the person who's running it actually doesn't know how to run a project so important both skill sets and I think important for staff in general to know how to run a project and how to manage change I think it puts them in a good developmental space for future career pathways so they're great skill sets to have in an organization now that's one area to touch on capability more broadly across the organization that's one aspect of change and lifting change maturity the other area is a you know, location of function so organizational change from a all of organization perspective a strategic change perspective a the concept of we have a strategy we need to operationalize it how do we iterate as an organization that strategic change function should be sitting with your strategy area it shouldn't be separate and it shouldn't be sitting in a people function people and culture which is the old school hr which is just being rebadged people and culture to start to talk about culture more however i would debate that many organizations haven't even scratched the surface of the cultural the culture-based conversation and then and they talk about culture in relation to engagement scores but culture in and of itself is a skill set that does sit within a people and culture function but change and the iteration the agility aspect lowercase a should be sitting in your strategy function and oftentimes with your strategy function as well you'll have your program context so you will also have potentially your program delivery area who are supporting strategic programs for your organization are sitting in an area similar to strategy but certainly within that same same umbrella area 
Now, I speak to this because of multiple organizations I've worked in where change has existed. If you're in a smaller organization and your strategy area does sit with your people and culture functions, um, then change will sit there quite nicely and as will projects. However, if your organization's bigger and it's starting to separate out, the importance is that people and culture develop their change skill sets, that they're actually sponsoring the capability actively as well, working with their change colleagues if there's a change practice in play in your strategic functions, if there's HR, people, culture-related things happening so that everything gets aligned for the organization and that the staff are understanding the change more broadly as an organization. So that will be the great debate because that will always be the point of tension. Uh, I have a huge amount of respect for HR, great HR practitioners, colleagues who know learning. I've got some fantastic friends in the learning space who just really blow my mind insofar as their um, understanding around capability development and how that should work in organizations. But change management sits separately. It, it does sit as a separate function and it should be sitting more aligned to the strategic outcomes because that's the whole focus of change management. As I've touched on in a previous episode is that building the bridge between a current and future state and making sure that the outcomes are achieved along the way and that the people experience along the way is optimized. So therefore change has, doesn't have just a program context. It has a strategic context in which it fits as well. And thus sitting with a strategy area of an organization is exactly where it should sit. Now, of course, there's a lot of great debate. Um, the, the other key thing and a couple of key tips for you, if you're setting up a change practice, now a change practice is almost a bit of a luxury. Oftentimes change sits within the program context. And I do, I'm a big ambassador for this. I'm, I'm not necessarily a big advocate, even though in the past I have headed up uh, change practices. Uh, it really is important that change is integrated in with projects and programs. Um, there's a bit of a need to make sure that it has its own identity to begin with because therefore it gets focus and it can get the, the resource support that it needs. But over time, you should be able to integrate and you should be able to blend the skill sets. You want to develop the overall organization capability. You want to make sure that you don't have a cottage industry when it comes to change management. You want to make sure that you are developing your organization's change capability at the same time. And it's a real important key aspect of the change maturity pathway so that over time you can blend so that there's more and more people who can do change management. You're not relying just on change practitioners. I think that's a model that um, will see failure over time. And it almost puts change management as a function at risk at all times because you're essentially creating this cottage industry. So you do want to make sure that that as a change function, you're partnering strongly within the business and you're also part of that capability build journey is, is really critical. And then over time, the change practice can blend with the project program practice to be that whole end-to-end program context. So you have all of those resources, functions, framework, etc., sitting there. And then you have your org change function, which will is going to sit more strategically and it's there for the continuous improvement and the other things that aren't program specific, but are those big pieces of work that happen across the organization 
as different areas spin up almost what we call the business as usual big pieces of work that do have a big impact on the organization or customers and clients. You almost have two kind of change functions sitting within the organization. They have to be aligned. They have to be basically uh, adopting the same frameworks, the same disciplines, the same language. That's really key. But what will determine a lot of the success is your executive sponsorship. I can't emphasize this enough, especially in organizations which are more cost-driven than customer-driven. So if you're in non-for-profit, customer-driven, very strong focus, change management is an easier discipline to bring in and one that's highly valued because it is very much advocating for the customer and for staff. If you're in a cost, financial-driven organization, less customer-centric, you're going to be fighting a lot of the time around value for money, resource you're always going to be really pushing the barrow if you don't have a really strong executive sponsorship and a cohort who actually see the value of change in the practice consider that it is if you're looking to establish a change practice come and jump on to myvirtualchangemanager.com have a look at some of the resources we have available for you there because it is a challenge and look change is always challenging as a as a function because it's new it's not well understood as I've talked about before but it's actually really satisfying to establish something that is going to be enduring after you've left and certainly I've had cases of that in the past so it it is really rewarding that thus why we talk about some of the aspects of change management that resilience is really key it is you need to also be able to influence and you need to also be able to stand up and say we're not wasting money we're adding value and this is how we're adding value which is very much about the measurement concept related to change which uh, we blog about and talk about often is that change is not a soft skill it's a very hard skill and it's very about very much about return on investment and change will always push around that return on investment and ask about why are we doing this? Is this really value for money? And why are we doing this now as part of the change roadmap? Thus, why sitting change with strategy is really key because you want those conversations up front. You don't want those conversations operationally down the line. That is not actually optimizing the change capability that you have in your organization. You are better off having change with strategy so you can have those conversations up front. Anyway, so I hope uh, that goes to show that I jumped off the fence on that one. There are some options, but I'm pretty clear that if you are in a larger organization, change sitting with the strategy function and being that link between the strategy and the operational is really key. And then also within a program context is also really key to have the, the function sitting in both of those areas. And obviously each organization is structured differently. So if you don't have those functions at all, just reach out. It'd be a great conversation to have around where possibly you could integrate the change function. Thanks very much for listening. I hope it's given you some tips and hints, especially around executive sponsorship. Really, really critical. Making sure there's value for money at all times. If you're in a very financially driven organization, which most organizations are, but you know when you're in a culture which is very much around the bottom line versus organizations which are very customer centric and humanitarian in a lot of ways and make sure that you take care of yourself through that journey if you're setting up a change practice 
don't hesitate to reach out. As I said, we have some resources. Have a fantastic day. I hope you enjoyed the episode and we will chat again soon. And remember that change matters because your people matter.